Hey, so welcome to Nine Hertz Podcast. Uh, we're starting off with a band that uh, put out a fantastic album last year called Lake Drinker, uh, the excellent haul down from uh, Sweden. And this is a almost like a stopgap, I guess, in between um, the, the sort of next album. It's a seven inch that they've put out called Be Evil. That was a song called The Deceiver. And um, that was recorded in 2017, I gather. Um, but they wanted to kind of um, just show almost like the roots of um, where their sound came from, uh, along with this new tune, Be Evil. I think both stand up um, incredibly well, and you wouldn't be able to tell unless they told you really uh, as to when it was recorded. I mean, this is brilliant from a brilliant band as well, Pete. Yeah, it's really surprising. I mean, surprising it's taken this long to put they say you know when you when you kind of have got lost songs or you know like unreleased songs from back then you presume there's you know going to be a drop off in quality but this is this is stunning you know like say late drink late drink was in our top 50 um on the year list from last year and by chance i, I, I spotted it on ebay on vinyl uh recently mm. for, for and i got it for i got it for quite cheap and I was listening to it. I had it on Mysterio the other day. And when this came through that this was being released, I thought, you know, this it's an omen that I've got to play this on the uh, on the podcast. You know, it's a it's it is a happy return from because um, you know, it was really impressive in, in many ways in terms, you know, obviously the sound that you know, the kind of that powerful doom, but also, you know, it's this whole album was a passionate rebuke to transnationals and to capitalism. A really, you know, it, it was a real um statement. And and to have them back so soon, even if it is just a stopgap, as you say, you know, it's really good news. And then this is just like this rip roaring, punk adrenaline fuel beauty of a song, and you know, it just kind of it just rips out the speakers at you. Um, it's like you know, like rolling thunder punk. Like I say, it was a surprise that this was like a leftover song, but just you know, I'm really happy they've they've got around to releasing it. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, late drinker was very conceptual and and almost. Mm. Um, drawn out a little bit. I think this being on seven inch is quite apt, really. They've had to kind of squeeze, you know, four or five minutes of, of music onto each side. And I think it does it well. It, it kind of sounds refreshing. So I, I'm kind of hoping a bit of this energy comes across in the next record, to be honest. I uh, don't know if they're kind of planning one for this year or, or next year, but yeah, brilliant band that I'd, I'd love to see live as well. They're kind of one of those ones that, you know, you know would be. Um, absolutely spellbinding live so um, yeah. yeah if you want to hear that uh, it's on prosthetic records and you can get it at horndell.bandcamp.com so as ever it's nine tracks that we found across the UK underground and beyond this week uh, through submissions or just hear it on the grapevine really um, this next one uh, came in an email we've played them before I think we played a track off the album A Flickering Wick uh, which came out in 2019 which is crazy when you think about it this came out in december this is the band bodak uh, from rotherham two-piece um, they describe themselves as riff worshippers um but yeah I, I think we we were kind of very keen on their record before um i think um they've got kind of got pasts in um sort of sheffield and rotherham bands but this is really sort of focused project from uh, this duo and yeah again this this sounds amazing i can't wait to hear uh, even more uh, it looks like a full album this one yeah there's uh, you know there's something completely satisfying about that kind of flattened thick bass sound of this you know you often get with two pieces in doom um and you hear it immediately on this track as well and what's really impressive about it is and kind of it took me a couple of times to pick up on it fully um but it's got these kind of two elements to it. it's got this kind of aggro noise rock to it uh you know obviously in your face and and kind of really going at it and then it slips into this down tempo, almost like 
Fourth of July Soundgarden grunge yeah. meets Paul Bearer trad doom thing, you know, in the in the chorus of or whatever it is, and and that kind of variance in the tempos, you know, it's really stark, and it provides a track with like you know this real true identity, you know, and, you know it's it's really good. I haven't heard the whole album yet, which um, you know, and I haven't got around to it. I'm not sure it's up on Bandcamp yet, but. Um, if this is, you know, if this is replicated, this is a real statement of an album, something really impressive. And, um, it, you know, and another, you know, they're doing Rotherham close by. It's great to have more, you know, great doom music on our doorstep. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is one of, the, I think, one of those underrated bands um, that I haven't seen yet either. So, again, I'd, I'd really like to kind of uh, manage to track these down uh, playing live. Yeah, I gather they're getting out there quite a bit more. So, um yeah, can't wait to see them perform, really. Um, so, yeah, if you want to hear the record, um, it says it's out already, but it doesn't seem to have uh, the full uh, record just yet on uh, Bandcamp. But um, you can hear this track there. This is a Ruiner slash a reprise, uh, and it's off an album called Heretic Electric. You can get this at bodakduo.bandcamp.com. <laughs>
So that was Bodak from Rotherham. Absolutely amazing stuff there. Um, going um, over to um, Slovakia next for this next record, um, a band called Nisitel, I hope I'm saying that right, have released a, a record called Anna. And uh, yeah, this is an absolutely rip-roaring kind of a release, really. It's, it's a 12-inch release. And um, yeah, it, it kind of disappears before you've even kind of worked out what's going on. I mean, it's experimental it's got crusty bits in there it's got black metal bits in there i, I thought this was amazing pete where did you find it uh, well they were on you know i mean we we played a track from the uh jablkar dalkorod shomu compilation oh, yeah, uh, the slovakian underground doom scene compilation tape that we played a track from the second one last week well i came across this tell on the first one uh they weren't the band we played from that but um you know they were the they really stood out as kind of the the most eclectic, I suppose I could say weird, but eclectic, I think it's the best way of putting it. And, you know, as with all compilations, we always say when we play it, you know, it's a great way of expanding your universe, you know, and then when you when you follow up on those bands, when they release new material, you know, you really benefit. And, and this is the case here because, you know, this album showcases, you know, what, what I felt about them from that one song. You know, it's got, it's, you know, it's a bass rich sound, um, it reminds me a bit of like the Exile and Mainstream label, you know, like yeah. the German band, the German weirdy bands like Deezer and Vault and Behoover. But it's also hardcore and sludge and post metal and all those things you mentioned as well. And and I'm thinking of coil guns and you know, all of a sudden mm. it's, it's going in so many different ways. And it's you know, it's very kind of you know, it's experimental, but it's raw and it's free and it's feral. Um, and then, you know, towards the end of this song, there's this kind of added wind instrument addition. And that just kind of turns it again. It turns it into something magical. I think it's really special. Yeah, I think it's truly avant-garde. And I think a lot of bands are kind of trying to do this, but it's kind of hard to get it right. Um, and I think, yeah, this this band have nailed it, really. Uh, there's so much, like, um, to say for kind of bands doing like a melting pot sound of like extreme metal and trying to fit in as many ideas as they can and, we hear a lot of that, but you know, if, when it's this focused and um, and realised, I think that's the best way to put it. It's it's so good. So yeah, um, if you want to hear this, you can go to nistel.bandcamp.com, uh, and we're going to play a track called Anna Spee. <laughs>
So that was a band from Slovakia called Nisitel. Uh, up next, we're going over to Madrid uh, for a band called Hypoxia, who we've played before. Um, they kind of came out with a record last June called No Tenemos, Un Mundo and Ruinas. And uh, we were absolutely taken with it. And they're back with more. Um, this is, it, it's kind of like, it, it's more spread out, I guess, um, but no less intense for it. It's a split with a band called uh, Ballard. And uh, it was actually really hard to pick either of these, to be honest, because it's just incredibly brutal, um, bleak stuff. But yeah, really sort of raised my hackles this January. Yeah, me too. I was really, you know, really impressed with it. I was really taken with them last time, as you say. I think we both were. You know, that that kind of release was this had this fierce left wing outlook to it, and um, and and as they describe themselves, they, they've got this kind of avant garde take on doom. You know, and then add in elements of sludge and crust and post metal and, and black metal as well. You know, it's all evident on this track. Uh, and to create something which is vibrant, which this is, you know, it really feels that, like, despite the fact that at times it feels completely like, unearthly and rotten and creeping, is 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 you know an impressive feat. And then as it goes on, it feels like it delves into this you know gurgling otherworldly black metal nightmare at times. And for several minutes long as well, it really kind of, you know, plunges a depth. It reminds me almost of a Ramsey Pazuzu, you know, which is yeah. a weird place for it to end up from where it started. And it, it really kind of, that describes kind of the strange journey it takes you on. So, yeah, I, I, another kind of great release by them. And again, you know, I, I kind of agree with you, Ballard, as well. That's, they're a new band to me and, you know, it's similarly excellent. Yeah, I presume um, sort of based on the existential um, writer Ballard, um, you know, science fiction and dystopia and stuff like that. So, mm. yeah, fitting for the for the cover, actually, <laughs> of this record and, and for the themes that um, Hypoxia have put forward before as, as well. So, yeah, really sort of astonishing release. There's a good half hour of music on this tape. Um, not quite sure where you can get the tape. It looks like it's coming out on something called Kane Records and Conjuro Records. So um, if you want to sort of track down a physical copy you can get it there otherwise you can go to hypoxia.bandcamp.com uh, we can play the hypoxia track false destiny <laughs>
So that was Hypoxia from Madrid. Absolutely amazing there. Uh, we're going back to Throff from Bristol. Um, we seem to have played, I think, pretty much every release that they've put out so far, um, with good reason. This is an amazing band, still um, ever mysterious um, and and sort of prolific as well. I mean, we played something uh, last February, uh, something came out in April last year, uh, and then this is, you know, hot on the heels. It's every six or seven months or so they, they come out with something amazing. Um, Pete, I mean, I think we're both fans of this band, and I was I was thrilled to see another uh, release coming out. You can buy their entire discography at the moment for £6.50, um, which is amazing um, when you think about it. Ten releases for that much from this amazing band. Um, I know I've said it a few times this podcast, but I really want to see this band play live, and I think they'd be amazing. This is another departure from their sound as well. I think this is a little bit more kind of grungy maybe. Um, mm. I don't know if we've said that before really, but yeah, what a band. I know, you know, there's, you know, I did consider not picking them, um, but then I just, you know, I love it. You know, I just love it so much. I don't, I don't care how often we play them. You know, there's been, there's been several, but two kind of musical constants for me during lockdown, which have been Throth and uh, Diana, the kind of Buddhist uh, sludge band yes. I, I've, I've picked a lot of, Can you know, I was going to say both are solo artists. I don't even know that's true or not because both have kind of got this um, anonymous online presence, you know, that you can't find them uh, except for Bandcamp. It's a bit mysterious. It's just my presumption it's solo artists, I suppose. Uh, but both create something different within the wider Doom world, you know, to, to create their own niche. Um, and they've done, and, and also what, you know, we compares it to is, they've, you know, they pull out these releases at least, you know, six monthly or, or a lot more. Um, you know, this is the sixth um, Throth release since lockdown. Um, and I, I just got, I got into one of the release just before then, but, you know, six releases in 20 months is incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. And all of them special, you know, and all of them to me, you know, really special. Um, you know, it, what what's really good about Throth is, it, you know, it defies the conventions of the sounds it resides in. So it marries a you know, disparate worlds of doom and shoegaze. You know, there's, there's these kind of odd terms on the band camp, you know, which is doom gaze and dream sludge. Um, I, I, you know, and I had a moment listening to this, like you say, you know, like a grunge element. I, I, I was thinking of like Nirvana at the most bleakest, um, but obviously heavier. And then that got my mind wandering to like the, the Thou album of Nirvana covers. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's moping, it's melancholic, it's mournful, uh, it's, this track is completely lethargic. I really love that about it. And then when the title of the track is sunk, it's got this crushing weight of doom and and of mood as well. And it's, you know, it's incredibly powerful. And that's what makes Throth really special to me. Yeah. And um, they've kind of got this sample. Uh, this one's slightly different, I think. They've got this kind of really eerie sample at the start of the record. Um, goes into like these three or so tracks and then they actually close with an acoustic uh number which kind of shows off just their musicality as well so yeah hidden depths here i think with this band and uh yeah just keep keep going basically we'll play everything you you sort of um, put out if it's this good every time um so we're going to play a song called down to where we end um the uh, the record's called six and uh, yeah you can get this at throth.bandcamp.com <laughs> Empty. My mind is empty. My mind is empty. 
So that was a magnificent throth there from Bristol. Yeah, really, really want to hear more from them. Um, next up, we've got something that is kind of half spooky, half um, hilarious, half amazing, really. I mean, uh, they call themselves rotten organ-driven witch punk from the depths of a swamp, and that is absolutely uh, bang on. It's kind of black metal uh, via sort of uh, dungeon synth and video game soundtracks and all sorts. They've got a bit of a tongue-in-cheek thing going on here, but... I thought this was hilarious and I, I just can't stop listening to it. Uh, so the band's called Polterwitch and um, the um, album's called Five Curses of the Porter Orgel, which is, yeah, it's mad. The whole thing has got a very sort of, um, you know, witches and wizards kind of uh, look to it. And yeah, I love this. It sounds like it's dug up um, in terms of production. Um, it sounds like it's been thrown together and I love everything about it. What did you make of this one, Pix? It is a real sort of left left field um, throw at you, really, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's on ground, so, you know, there's, you know, you, there's They've got a form, form for that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, you know, it's it reminded me of, like, you know, this, this black metal dungeon synth, it's kind of what you expect. It's... it's you know, it's kind of Dungeons and Dragons, it's synth, it's, you know, sweaty boys, it's <laughs> talk of dragons and static and all that type of thing, just all put together. Um, and, but, you know, it, I'd say that, what I mean is, you know, it's, it's hard to deny the fun which is inherent in these releases. Um, I think you could have like a, a fun night just playing grindstone tapes, you know, in, you know, dressed up in full LARP mode and uh, drinking, <laughs> you know, Lister Old Nick and Bloody Keep and Polterwitch drinking mead, I don't know. Um, but, you know, they're saying that they, there's, they lean more towards the COD horror film aesthetics, I, I suppose. And it just, the whole thing feels like this whole spooky carnival. Um, and it, yeah, it is a lot of fun. I can't kind of deny it. Definitely. And I love the fact that they claim that this was recorded in uh, 1964. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> clearly not but yeah i love that um they, they actually call themselves the wizard the, the withered wizard and the blas uh the blasphemic borstard so um yeah you, you've got an idea of what you're getting into here so yeah if you want to hear this you can go to polterwitch.bangcamp.com and we're going to play the title track call of the polterwitch
That was the Dungeon Synth by a Black Metal Nonsense of uh, Paul to which they're amazing band. Um, we're going to play a band called Directional next uh, from Sweden. Um, we played, um, I think, their debut release, Hands and Eyes, um, back in uh, November, so it's not too long ago. Um, but yeah, this is a one-man project. It's sludge, it's blackened, but I thought this was like even darker than the debut, Pete. I, I love the fact that um, it's come out this fast as well. And... Um, yeah, what a record. I listened to this a few times and, um, yeah, really sort of hit me. I think we've, this this guy's got a sort of bright future. Yeah. Well, funnily enough, the, I, I, I checked this and we did pick Directional um, at the end of November but we, and we recorded it, but it was the podcast we lost. It was, so we've yeah. never actually played them. Yeah, apologies um, to Mr. Directional for that. Yes. So... I jumped at the chance to, to pick it again because I was really, you know, really uh, loved that first record. Um, and I mean, you've talked to each other about them already, but uh, no one's heard it yet. So, um, I, you know, I think it's it, they deserve it. And even if we had, I'd probably pick this again. And I'll kind of repeat slightly what I said to you about them, which is the reason I, I jumped to the, this band when I first saw them because of the name. The name uh, to me is, uh, you know, is the name of a song by the band Indie. Um, who I discovered from a comp, I think it was probably the, a relapse compilation with this on. And at the time I heard it, it was it took me into like unheard territory for Doom, which you know it, there can't be too much of that left for me. Um, <laughs> absolute kind of blackest soul Doom, you know, in absolute extremists, and you know it's this phenomenal experience. It still is, you know, it's this absolute scarring bleakness to it. Um, you know, pushing Doom towards, you know, the kind of black metal and, and death metal and everything else. Um, and, and I wondered whether the band, this band were, you know, named after after them. Now, I still don't know whether that's true or not, but list to this, I think there's a good chance there is. It's, it's in those realms. It's in, you know, you know, same place as Lord Mantis and Grey Widow and India. Um, 
so I'm really, you know, there aren't too, there isn't enough of that music. So I'm, you know, very grateful to hear more. And directionally, you know, they're not just copying these. I'm not saying that at all. You know, they're taking it to new places. Um, this, you know, this release more than the other one is probably, you know, it feels it's got this epic metallic nature to it, which is surprising because, you know, a lot of it is inward facing and claustrophobic. You know, it, it, it's this kind of massively oppressive work and it's just like really impressive as a result. Yeah, I mean, metal is going down these even darker alleyways these days and, you know, the the sort of, I don't know, that, that kind of old fear of metal being this evil thing was almost laughable in the 80s and, and 90s maybe, you know. It was kind of cod horror. This is like cataclysmic, like actually scary music that's being produced these days and i think it's brilliant it's kind of i think it's an escape for a lot of people and um yeah this certainly is like a a a delve into a dark dark mind um and yeah like maybe feelings of of despair kind of made into sort of sound which is um possibly what they're going for (laughs) so yeah i thought i thought this was amazing um the record's called invasive Uh, And we're going to play the first song off this. This is Preaching the Ineffable. You can get this at directionaldoom.vancamp.com.
was the amazing sounds of directional there. Um, going back to a record label called Wearnome Records, who um, are out of Rochester, New York, and we've played um, a few releases from these in the past, and I try and keep on top of, of what they're doing because they produce a podcast and they're kind of into their black metal and dungeon synth and, and strange stuff. Um, really exciting um, physical format label, really. Um, I mean, they do sell everything digital as well, but it's it's very much like a, a labor of love for the uh, for the guy who runs this um this next band um robes of snow uh, this came out just before christmas and it's perfect um i think i listened to this um in the two or three days i managed to um have to sort of isolate myself for covid and uh, i just thought it was absolutely perfect you know it's, it's kind of like this very pastoral sounding black metal but it's got like a lot of beautiful um sort of less heavy passages in it um but without being kind of on the cheesier side of, of Dungeon Synth, because I can easily stray into kind of noodling on um, keyboards in the dark sort of thing. Um, but I thought this was a really well-realised album. It's, it's quite sort of um, a lengthy piece of work. I think it must be, a, you know, quite a long tape to listen to. But yeah, I, I thought this was amazing, just really exciting. And this guy's uncovering really unique music that, you know, if you just delve into anything on this label, it's it's always going to be interesting. Um, what did you make of this one, Pete? Because it's certainly um, a weird one. Mm, I liked it. It, it, it. To be honest, I thought I listened to it. You know, I listened to your um, picks this week, uh, and and had I, I listed this after Polterwitch, and I, looking at the label and looking at some of the artwork and the reference, I thought this was going to be another um, dungeon synth. I thought you'd yeah. gone dungeon synth mad. Um, you know, there's, a, there's some some of the artwork on that label is amazing. There's there's one of one of the tapes has got like a a smiling cartoonish moon on a pink yeah. background. <laughs> um, and then, but you know, then you look at this. This is more you more accustomed black metal stark vista. Um, and I, I just did. It took me by surprise. I, I really liked it. I really did. It's you know, it's got it has. It's, it's, it's cliche to say about black metal, but it does have this kind of wintry feel to it, you know, like a, mm. a frost over it, not, not in a tradition, I don't mean like an immortal way, just got this coldness to it. Um, I, I need to listen to the whole album, actually. I, I, was, I was, you know, I, I did really like this. Yeah, I think um, this is kind of possibly fitting for the time of year or whatever, but yeah, I just thought it was a, a sort of very uh, conceptual record. It's, it's got kind of talks of, um, you know, winter and lost seasons and you know, very sort of natural um, kind of um, themes to it. But I just thought it was very sort of almost music for the, the eve of a battle or something like that. Just really interesting. So um, certainly uh, a fantastic, unique release. And, and again, I'm going to say, I mean, Where Gnome are just absolutely full of these um, very considered releases. So, um, yeah, go and check out wherenomerecords.bandcamp.com to hear some more. There's some really interesting artists on there. Lots and lots of tapes of Dungeon Synth, which is fine, uh, but there's some absolute gems among it, you know, for the black male listener. Um, so, yeah, if you want to hear this, um, like I say, go to wherenomerecords.bandcamp.com. Um, the album we're playing is uh, A Tale of Lost Seasons by Robes of Snow. And we're going to play the song Rain on the Battlements. <laughs> <laughs> 